Welcome everybody to the Race Tech FXR Privateer Island podcast. Thank you for listening. Each and every week we'll be here shining the light on some privateers uh, on how they're doing, what's going on, what their arrangements are, how they're going racing, and how they're doing. And uh, it's fantastic to uh, have you guys feedback on the show. It's great. A lot of people uh, really cheer for guys like the one on the line here to do something each and every week against the big-time factory dudes. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, of course, since founded in 1984 by Paul Thede. Race Tech has been an innovator in motorcycle suspension technology. Discover why more top privateers trust Race Tech, guys like Ben, and mention Pulpamex 18 to get a special listener discount on your high-performance suspension and engine needs, and we thank them for coming on the show. Get your oil change, if nothing else, everybody. Maybe you don't need a special supercars reval, but just look after your suspension, please. I'm begging you. Also, FXR Racing. Uh, Pulp MX30 is the code at FXRRacing.com to get 30% off. Uh, designed by racers for racers, the design team at FXR knows the importance of comfort and fit and takes no on how to keep making things better. FXR launched some Anaheim 1 gear that was pretty cool. Uh, the Suzuki guys, among others, had it. And uh, we thank FXR and we thank uh, Race Tech for coming on board. Privateer Island podcast. A guy I, I talked to in the offseason, a little bit about his program. He wanted to get away from arena cross that he'd been doing and get into supercross. Well, it worked because number 907 out there at Anaheim probably had a lot of people scratching their heads wondering who it was. And it's Ben LeMay. What's up, Ben? How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm just, uh, you know, grinding in day in and day out. Nice finish at Anaheim 1. you got to be stoked. I mean, what's funny is I had a lot of people saying, like, ah, Ben LeMay, Ben LeMay. And I, and I honestly sold some people. Like, I'm like, he's a good rider. Like, he's good. I mean, it, it's awesome that you made it into, into the main in the stack field. But, like, you've had a lot of main events in your in your career. It's not, uh, you know, it's nothing new for you. But still, I think considering you have ridden Supercross for a long time, you got to be stoked. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh... – you know, I, I've been in arena cross for two years on a 250, so um, it's been a little bit of a change coming back into the supercross uh, routine and uh, bigger tracks, bigger environment. Um, but I love it. You know, it's fun, and um, I think it's just the beginning. Were you nervous a little bit? No, not at all. No, um, I, I was pretty pumped. You know, I, I, like you said, I've done this for quite a while now. It's not nothing new, and um, you know, it's not, I'm not. I'm not stoked just to make the main. You know, I'm stoked yeah. to get a finish in the main. So that's <clears throat> that's my goal is just to be finishing good and performing to my best ability in the main event, not just making it there. That's just another step. You know. Yeah, seventh in the heat. You qualified 18th. You finished 17th. Track was pretty basic for a guy like you, huh? Like the whoops were big, but they were short. And I think they always do this at A1. They just make it a little easier. Did you find that at, uh, with that place? Yeah, there was nothing tricky on the on the, on the track at all. I mean, uh, you had one rhythm section that was kind of sort of tricky, but it was it was easy. Um, the only thing that was difficult was that little on off quad right there in front. But that was the only thing hard. And yep. The whoops to, to to me, the whoops were small, um, and uh, I didn't I didn't think they were very difficult at all. I heard some people saying that they were kind of big and steep, but yep. after riding arena cross for two years, those are kind of easy. <laughs> um, the quad you talked about before the triple, uh, you went all the way over. Uh, some people went on and off, and, and guys were going all the way over. How hard, how tough was that? And did it get easier or harder as the as the night went on? Um. It got a little bit harder because the the takeoff got all chewed up for some reason. There was like holes and like little kickers on it, so it kind of got. You had to get the, the the jump before, which was a step one, step off. You had to get it clean, and then you can just hold it wide open and jump over it. But um, it wasn't too bad, you know. The first 
few times are always kind of difficult, but after that, it's just kind of second nature. Just yep. grab a handful. How was the fitness? 20, 20 minutes now, LeMay. I don't know. You remember when you last time where there was 20 laps? Yeah. Um, honestly, I kind of faded after about three quarters of the race. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really know what to expect. Um, in Arena Cross, you know, we're doing two 15 lap mains, which is only probably seven minutes racing at a time and like a 20 minute break in between. Mm-hmm. So now jumping into a 20, I think we've raced for 21 minutes or 22 minutes. Um, it was long. It was uh, definitely long for sure. Yeah. I I know what to look for and, uh, you know, how to push myself you know, for the rest of the season and when to push and when to hold back and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that's just learning and, and getting in that race mode, mm-hmm. which I haven't been in the Supercross field for a while. So I'll get there. When you saw the 22 around you a lot in front of you, behind you at different points where you're like, oh, hey, Chad Reed. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of funny, you know, in, in, but Chad's got a handicap, you know, he's not, oh, yeah. he's not Chad right now, you know, so, but it was still cool. Like I passed him over the triple and I actually looked over at him <laughs> and he like looked over at me at the same time. I was like, that was pretty sweet. And then <laughs> I passed him in the, I passed him in the woods and then, and then this was, I think the second lap of the main, mm-hmm. he pa- or I, I passed him and then about three quarters of the main after we, you know, probably about 15 laps in, he comes and passes me back and I'm like, I'm thinking, man, this guy's just playing us. He's just like a tractor the whole race. He's just taking it easy and just going to love. You know, he, he knows he can't sprint, yeah. so he's just cruising the whole race. So yeah. um, he played us and and got by all of us at the end of the race. But, no, it was cool still racing around him. Uh, A-Ray was stoked, too. A-Ray was the same thing as you, A-Ray. He's like, I know it's not you know 100%, but he's like, bro, did you see me pass Chad Reed? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro. I got it. I got it, A-Ray. So, um it's uh, it's interesting for you guys to be out there with a guy like that for sure. Um, so you're doing TPJ. We weren't exactly sure when the last time we talked on this Privateer Island podcast what you were doing. You're doing TPJ. How do you like it the first weekend? How to come together and and all that. Um, so far it's so good. Um, it's it's awesome. I, uh, you know, a while ago, two or three, four months ago, I was leaning towards doing arena cross again, and then as things kind of folded. It, didn't wasn't what I was looking for, so started looking into some Supercross opportunities and, and uh, called up Ted, and he had some uh, good good opportunities there for me and um, with with all the sponsors he has, and then and then I'll, that also allows me to bring in some um, because it's not a big full factory supported mm-hmm. uh, program. I could bring in some that I have, so it worked out great, and um, we got Hondas 450s and. Um, it was it was awesome. I love the, the the step that I you know the, the choice that I made. Um, he runs a good program, and this year he's cut back a lot. Um, if you've noticed, there's only two guys at Anaheim, um, and I believe there's probably going to be a few guys are injured right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as it, as the year goes on, they're going to you know a few will come back, but there's not going to be a full. 10, 15 yeah. right under the tent like there has been. Well, there's only uh, two there, back. huh? There's only two at A1. I didn't know that. I didn't go by yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, you got to come check it out. So he's getting more serious, and, and he's really, uh, you know, taken taken this year pretty serious with me and, and with all the riders that are under the tent. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's a pretty cool to be there right now. How'd the Honda go? Uh, Race Tech's doing your stuff. Um, it's not the reason you're on the show because you, you performed really well, but it's a nice coincidence. But how'd the Honda work for you? What do you want to work on for Houston, if anything? Um, so 
Rob, he's been doing my suspension for years and years and years, and I've loved it. And he's always, you know, first setting he throws at me, it's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then he's like, hey, do you want to do anything with your engine? And at first I was like, nah, not really. This thing's pretty good already, just stock. But yep. he's like, hey, I think I can, I can, you know, n- make it better where you want it and not just this out-of-control motorcycle that you can't hang on to. So I was like, yeah, go for it. So he... They did their magic on the engine and uh, gave it to me on Friday before the race. I rode it on press day, and I was like, dude, this thing's perfect. So um, my engine is good. We're going to work on another package just to have a backup and, and uh, kind of play with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have that maybe for Houston or E2. But um, their engine work and their suspension is so good. It um, honestly is like it's top-notch. So you're you're stoked on everything. You're not going to make so much, not much testing or changes going to going to make for Houston. No, for sure. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not I'm not going to do anything. Um, I might do something for A2, but uh, Houston will be the same thing. Yeah, exactly the same. Uh, listen, the difference between you and me as riders is about eight million percent. But I will say this: I rode the Honda for half a day, and uh, man, it turns good. Man, it turns good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, the Hondas are, are awesome. They're awesome bikes. And, and when I rode the Honda 250 in Arena Cross, um, it, you know, it's it works awesome in Arena Cross with how tight everything is. And um, I rode the KTM 450 for outdoors for a couple of years, and um, it was a great bike too. And then once, but once I got this new Honda 450, I was like, dude, this is the bike. This is the the one. So that's what I wanted to race for Supercross, knowing how good the thing handles. Uh yeah, it's uh it's not it's 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 pretty good, no doubt about it. So um well oh, by the way, use the code PulpMX eighteen people if you want to get a discount with Race Tech and get some of the stuff that uh that Ben LeMay used. What's been the uh reaction from your race since since Saturday night? Like a bunch of old friends texting you, calling you, industry people calling you, seeing what you're doing, seeing how you you know, congratulating you on showing up uh and, and putting in the main event? Yeah, I've gotten quite a bit of phone calls from, especially from friends and family back home in Alaska. Um, you know, also they're just friends and racers. They're like, dude, you're killing it. You know, like, where'd that come from? Uh, you know, yeah. I hope you keep it up kind of thing. But um, for me, honestly, it doesn't really feel that much different. I, I, I feel like I'm yeah. just kind of starting to, to just get into the zone. Um, I... I always ride good when I'm having fun and when I'm in the zone, and, mm-hmm. and I think that was just kind of a, a a small glimpse of what this year has to come. Kiefer did a contingency breakdown on Hondas on PulpMX.com or on everybody what they're paying, and uh, so Honda for that seventeenth five hundred fifty bucks, bro, on top of the purse money. Yeah, yeah, that'll help, won't it? Yeah, no doubt, right? Um, for sure. Um, yeah, it's been interesting to see. The, the field lineup. I mean, Entignap made it. Great job by him. Dakota Tedder, um, you know, put it, I think that's his third main event. Um, so as much as the, the field was pretty deep, too, there were other privateers in the mix. Although when you look at the guys that you're racing, I would put Bowers on your level. He got 14th. I would put you on the level and probably Entignap, uh, who was 21st. You know what I mean? I would put, to me, and I've been talking about this in my shows, there's three real true privateers in the main event. Do you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the other guys have semis and rides, and I, I don't know their financial situation. It's, you know, probably not great, but, uh, you know, uh, it's a different level of privateers. Yeah, it. Um, 
I mean, you know, Tyler, he, Bowers, he, uh, you know, he's full-on privateer. I don't know exactly how he's getting to the races and stuff, but, yeah, he's doing everything out of out of his pocket and, and you know, on his mm-hmm. uh, decisions and same with me. So um, I think we're, you know, us two are probably the, the top privateer riders, mm-hmm. um, and I think we're, we're pretty close in speed. You know, yeah. Tyler obviously smoked me at Anaheim, but um, I think we're pretty close, and I think it's going to be a good year. So how much you're going to be in the seated practice now, LeMay, this weekend? Man, man, that was the first thing that came to my mind after I, I came <laughs> off the main. Like, thank God I don't got to ride the B group next weekend. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. How how'd that go? Because, I mean, uh, we had Alex Ray. I've talked to Alex Ray a bunch. He almost prefers to be in the B group um, because he just, I don't know, gets intimidated. He, he's able to, be, able to be one of the faster guys in it, so that maybe gets his confidence going or whatever. Um, but for most guys I talk to, they got to get out of that group. <laughs> yeah, I 100%. I would, I would choose A group over B any day. Um, I, uh, I, I, I feel like I can, my level can be um, – yeah, I, I can go faster if I can just hook in behind somebody. You know, obviously I'm not going to jump in behind like Tomac or something, but I can jump in with Tickle or I can jump in with you know somebody else that's mm-hmm. pretty fast. But you know, I can kind of hang with them, um, and I can pick my my lap times up. Whereas in the B group, it's there's you're you're dodging riders in the whoops. You're 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 wanting to quad when they're just doubling and. Mm-hmm. It's it's difficult, so uh, I think next weekend is going to be way better. Never mind the yellow flags that come out right when you're on a heater exactly. or something. You know, you got a yellow flag and come out. Uh, how much yep. how much of it uh, for a guy like you, a veteran? Uh, we talked about your racing. You got to ride a little bit like you belong, right? Like you like you absolutely belong with guys in the main event, and and you can get creep near the top ten. That's a huge part of it, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent. You know, and after racing arena cross, uh, I've learned a lot of racing uh, techniques mentally and mm-hmm. and on the bike. Um, but yeah, you, you gotta you know you gotta believe that you're <clears throat> you're gonna be up in the front, and you gotta believe that you can do it. And uh, any time that you second guess yourself, it's just not gonna happen. Right? I mean, it just seems. Like Alex Ray, another guy. We'll talk about A-Ray again. Okay, so he's he had a great offseason. He lost a bunch of weight. He's been riding with Millsaps. Uh, Millsaps has been helping him. He's got this ride all dialed in. Um, last He got a last-place start in the LCQ, and he ripped around dudes like he belonged in the top four, and he easily made it in the top four. Last year, he would not have done that. He's just confident you can see it in a guy and you're a veteran you're not you're older than him you know you've been around and I, I always find you can see it in guys that you know you don't lose your composure you know who you can race with you know you can get by these guys if there's a crash or an accident or a bad start or whatever and you just see it in guys i, I think it's so much mental yeah 100 percent. It, it it is and um i think i'm i'm a lot stronger now i'm older and yeah. and uh stronger physically and mentally and it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna show i think as the year goes on what do you want to work on? You mentioned uh, getting a little tired around three quarters. Is that is that something you would do this week? You would maybe do longer motos, or is that something? You, what do you want to work on? Um, yeah, I think a little bit of uh, strength, not not only not just cardio, but I think I had a I had a few. I won't uh, tell the world, but I have a few <laughs> muscles that I think uh, you know, I need need a little bit of work on. And, okay, um, so that's kind of what I'm focusing on for next weekend and mm-hmm. the rest of the season. Hey, one of the things you can do too, like you keep putting in the mains and you keep creeping towards the top ten, 
go over and talk to the Honda guys and be like, hey, if I need a radiator or lever, you know what I mean, right? That's kind of part of it too. Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. And, and <clears throat> you know, it's funny. I, I I crashed at press day. It was it was a stupid little thing. I was just putting around and I jumped a little double, but I was in neutral and I ended oh. and. uh and I bent my radiator and broke my shroud off and bent my bar mounts and everything. And I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" So when I <laughs> this was press day, for, so this was press day. Yeah, this is pre- <laughs> yeah. So so Friday, you know, we're just casually getting stuff ready and like I didn't have a radiator because I do oh. a ding dong. I didn't bring one, so right. I was like, "Well, I don't got a radiator. I don't have a subframe. I don't have a you know this. I don't have that." I was like, "Dude, if I crash, we're just we're done. I have no spare parts." Yeah. So, so yeah, I definitely need to uh, step my game up on spare parts. I thought the story was going to end Lemay with you getting some from Honda, but it ends that you just didn't have it. <laughs> Man, it it ends with me running a completely bent radiator, uh, bent bar mounts, and a zip tied shroud for the main event. Oh, I love it! Privateer Island, everybody. That's how it goes, right? That's how it goes. I'll have to talk to Gothic Jay. Do you know Gothic Jay over there? No, I don't. I gotta. We gotta go over this weekend. I gotta be like Gothic. Help this guy out. He he's the privateer. He's the privateer helper over at Honda. He'll he'll backdoor yep. you stuff if he can. A zip tied shroud makes the main event. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Gotta love it. Um. Hey, so who's your mechanic? Uh, his name is Kyle Carter. Okay. Uh, he's uh he's a guy out here from Texas, and uh, <clears throat> he was kind of at first was just on on the team just to kind of oversee everything and help out and mm-hmm. then as it, as we kind of got uh developing into the season or closer to it he's like hey i, I told him hey, i needed a mechanic cause i was just gonna do everything myself and then he's like all right i'll do it so ted uh let him take over oh cool yeah he's a hero like privateer mechanics heroes bro mm-hmm. um where are you riding at in texas um well, Ted Parks uh, with the TPJ, they he lives forty five minutes from me, and he has a track at his house. Oh, so I didn't know that. Okay. I uh, yep, yep. He has his own supercross track, and uh, I pretty much might have my own supercross track. I guess I should say. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just go there every day and um, ride there. So the next step for you as a privateer is to get this motor that you got on Friday. This is just my advice: get another race tech motor done. Maybe not as close to your race bike, uh, but get it pretty close so that you're riding the same thing during the week that you show up with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Cause I, I rode today and I was like, man, what feels different about my bike? And yeah. I, it hit me. I was like, Oh, that's why it feels slower <laughs> because I, I now have an engine in my race bike. So yeah. I was like, I, I was like trying to figure it out. I was like, there's something wrong with my bike. But yeah, it just got my race bike so much better now. Uh, when I was a privateer mechanic and I know privateers, it's always a bit of a struggle, right? With spare parts and then trying to make the bikes the same. And you spend half the first practice getting used to the new setup, you know, or, or your, yeah. your race setup. So you got to do it. It's, it's, it's important to do the little things uh, to make your program, you know, as easy as you, as it can get. Um, yeah, that, that's that's definitely a big task is getting to the race and just jumping on it and ripping, you know, yeah. like your first lap, like you, you are so comfortable. Yeah. Uh, Racetech.com, please check them out. Uh, they've got a ton of suspension uh, service parts uh, and setups modifying stock suspension components to perform to the highest level. 
It's covered by more top privateers. Choose Race Tech. Uh, also, too, like I said, the Hep Suzuki guys are on Race Tech. LeMay is on Race Tech. So it's a nice little lineup there. Pulpamex 18 saves with the guys at Race Tech and FXRRacing.com. Pulpamex 30 is the code to save 30% off your next gear purchase. FXR prides itself on the quality and precision that goes into making each set of motocross and off-road gear. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, Ben, to uh, to see you back out there, and I, I'm I'm happy that you're doing so well. And the number 907 probably gave a lot of people uh, a second thoughts, but that's the area code of where you live in. Your your amateur number, as you explained to us, was not available. Yeah, I was pretty bummed because I, I I thought, man, I got to run a three digit number this year. Yep. And then I was like, yeah, I can run 426. That'd be pretty cool, actually. So I tried it, and it was taken, and I was super bummed. I tried to. Tried to get the kid to to hand it over to me, but he wouldn't do it. So. Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. What did uh, What'd you bribe him with? Anything, or did you just ask him? I just asked him, but <laughs> there was a, there was a, there was a it's kind of funny because there was a, <clears throat> another person that had his number, so he's like, "Well, if you can tell this person to give me my number, I'll give you your number." So, but long story short, it didn't work out. So, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do 907, the Alaska Erica. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, any plans for nationals? Um, Is that too far down the I road? Ha- <laughs> I have a, a brand new bike sitting in my garage that's ready for nationals, but I don't know for sure if I'm going to do it or not. Um, yeah, it, it all depends. It all depends if I can get the funding to do it. Um, you know, yep. it's it's tough if I have to pay for flights and and hotels and, and entry fees and everything like that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to to do it, but. Um, I want to, for sure. Yeah. If somebody wants to help me out for outdoors, then uh, yeah. I'm all in game. I got, I'm ready to go. Well, you keep riding like you're doing, and, yeah, who knows what happens, man. Stranger things have happened. So you'll drive to Houston, right? Yep, yep. It's only yep. like a four-hour four, four drive, so yep. we're going to head down there uh, tomorrow night. Good dirt down there. Always good dirt in Houston. Oh, yeah. I think Houston and uh, St. Louis. St. Louis are the best track or yeah. best dirt. Um, so when you're on the road, so you're a privateer island, you're responsible for all your expenses. We just talked about, you made about, uh, oh, I think probably about, uh, 16, 1700 bucks from the track. Uh, no, no, probably like two grand from the track. And then, uh, another 550 bucks from Honda, but you are paying, uh, flights and hotels out of that. So how do mm-hmm. you, how do you fly? Do you do budget airlines like Cade Clayson did a few years ago or, and how are you getting hotels? Are you doing Priceline stuff? Yeah, Priceline hooks it up, you know. Uh, I think after hotels, flights, all that. I mean, you're in the hole probably eight, nine hundred bucks. Yeah, and then and then um, then you go and race. So it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, you're like, sweet, I just made twenty five hundred or three grand. But then really, you got to subtract everything you just spent. So um, it's tough. It's tough. You doing rental cars or you doing shuttles and taxi, Ubers and stuff? Oh yeah, I got a got a taxi Uber. Right, so so the think about all this little stuff that adds up, right? And then uh, you got to buy food for race day. You got to buy race gas for the bike, and and yeah, yeah you know. Um, so how you do the airlines? Sometimes sometimes it's better just not to think about it. You just do it. <laughs> exactly. Well, if you lived in SoCal, it wouldn't be so bad. You'd you have five local races basically, you know. So the expenses yep. are way down for the local stuff, but for you in Texas, not so much. Uh, what about what about flights? Are you doing? Just price line for flights where you fly different airlines for different legs? Um, I try to stay on Delta. Okay. But but just because I like that airline and they're always super good and you don't have to worry about your bag getting lost. But um, I flew Southwest to L- LAX because there's two. So yeah. um, it, it kind of varies this year, honestly. I'm, uh, I'm on the hook for all my expenses, right? I've been doing it for years. And 
although I could save money, I'm just, you know what, I'm a United guy, I get miles, I can fly my chick for free, I have status with them, I don't pay for bags, you know what I mean? I stick with the with one airline, even though I could do it cheaper. I'm just like, the hassle's not yeah. worth it to me. Yeah, it, it, I think definitely, because like I said, I, I try to stay with Delta, and um, years past I've had some pretty good status with them, so mm-hmm. you would get some good seats for Yep. I was like, oh, there's a cheap flight on Southwest. Let's do that. And, yep. and sure enough, I was middle seat all the way there and back. I was like, gosh, dang it, yep. why did I do this? Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. It just it makes a difference. For me, I'll just spend a little bit more. And I don't know what's going on in Houston this weekend, but my flight was balls expensive. It was so huh. expensive. I don't know why. So uh, uh, we'll have to work that I th- out. I, th- I think for me, the Daytona is the most expensive flight. Yeah. Yeah, usually it's for me too. I'm gone for a couple of years, but generally speaking, it's a lot of money. Um, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for um, thanks for the time on the podcast, Privateer Island Podcast. You know, we're doing a little contest where we're giving some money away to privateers, but you're too good because we're going to do the LCQ guys. So you're all right. you are probably not going to make it because you're going to be in if most of these, if not all of these main events going forward. So. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that carnage, so I'm just going to stick with a uh, whole shot and uh, run up front, and then that, that'll be it. Yeah, absolutely. Top nine in the heat is uh, something that you can look at and be like, yeah, I, I can do that. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Uh, yep. It'll be interesting with no semis, you know what I mean? That you got, you're got you better rested also, you know, if you make, make mm-hmm. it on the heat. You, so it's a, it's a way better deal this year for, for guys like you if you can if you can indeed do it. So. Um, thanks for the time. Uh, nice job at Anaheim One, and uh, man, going forward from here, we'll uh, we'll watch you, we'll track your results, and uh, thanks again, Ben. All right, thank you, appreciate it. All right, see, see you, man. In Houston. Yep.